You're listening to Classroom Confessions with Katie Smith, a podcast where teachers share advice, encouragement, and the realities of today's classroom. Hello, everyone. Happy Friday. It is Friday night, and we are about to dive into episode 10 of Classroom Confessions, where I talk about the importance of a teacher bestie. So I'm glad you guys are here. Welcome. If you're new, if you're returning, welcome back. And I hope you guys enjoy today's episode. So we're just going to jump right in. Um, It is Friday night. I am sitting in bed recording this week's podcast because I got a sprained ankle. So I'll be talking about that in my rose, thorn, and bud this week. But um, just some updates. I introduced the flipping the classroom to the kids this week. So that's been interesting. We will see how that continues to go. And I told you, it's the third week. We got some crazy behaviors. So crazy student stories are back. Woo! Excited for that. Um, So we're going to jump right into our rose thorn and bud so every week I like to share something good that happened that's my rose something bad that happened that's my thorn and then my bud is something I look forward to so my rose this week is that my people around me who work with me who are friends with me have really rallied around me having my sprained ankle um, and just helped me out and then Two people who are fairly close to me, Corey and Candace, are um, stepping up to help me in a different way uh, with my side hustle. So that has just been a blessing. The thorn this week is that I sprained my ankle. And I'm going to tell you guys the real story because why not? So I don't like flying animals. When I was younger, an animal was flying around outside and my mom does daycare and she wanted to protect the kids. So she took all the kids inside. Meanwhile, bug lands on my shoulder, bites me. And since then, I've just been terrified of flying bugs. And so I went on a hike with my boyfriend and it's a five, it was a five mile hike. Halfway in, we see, we're talking. We had just gotten to like the turnaround point and he's like, oh my God, what is this? And it was a flying beetle. I naturally freak out and I run up the hill the beetle follows me I trot back down the hill the beetle lands on me and I'm like okay I'm just over this I'm done let's go back and the beetle flies at my face I freak out my whole body like snaps backwards falls on the ground and I immediately knew something was wrong with my ankle but we still had two and a half miles to get back to the car so I hiked my happy behind back to the car And then Monday after work, my friend Dawn, shout out to my teacher friend, mom, big sister, Dawn, who made me go to the doctor. And so I've been on crutches all week. Yeah, been rocking those crutches at work. Not fun, but something you got to do. So I'm laying in bed, icing my ankle, doing the podcast because I made a commitment to do it and uh, popping the Motrin. So, you're welcome. Um, My bud this week is 
I don't really know what I'm looking forward to this week. Um, I have a friend coming into town, so hopefully I get to see him this weekend. Finally finishing up my packing, but I'm not moving until next weekend. It's a three-day weekend. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. We have picture day on Wednesday, so that's kind of fun. But nothing really stands out to me this week. What does stand out to me are my crazy student stories. This one happened yesterday. A student got in trouble, and so he was told to go stand um, at the bookcases by my desk, and he can work on top of the bookcase because he was not behaving. Meanwhile, he starts dancing, and his friend is Snapchatting him. I have no idea. I can't get up to monitor. I'm stuck at my desk. And his one of his friends, who I teach in a different period, was like, Hey, Miss Smith, do you know this kid was Snapchatting? And I was like, what? He was like, yeah, he Snapchatted during your class. And I was like, pull it up right now. Pulls up the Snapchat. I said, screen record that. He screen recorded it. He emailed it to me. And so when the kids came in that period, I had it playing on my screen instead of their warm-up. And then we had a discussion about what you do and you don't do in Miss Smith's class. So... They met Miss Smith today, those poor, poor babies, but they'll be okay. They will be okay. So what I want to do today is talk about teacher best friends. Everybody's like, I want a teacher bestie. How do you find a teacher bestie? I need one. Tell me your secrets. And the truth is, I do not know how you get a teacher bestie. Um... It just kind of happens. And so I have three teacher besties turned family. And they are three of the strongest women I know. We are all at different places in our life. Um, my Deanna and I are about the same age. And then Shanita and Shannon are about the same age. And... The three of them had all taught together previously. And then the four of us only taught for one year together on the same team um, before Shanita became an admin. And these women are some of the strongest women I know. And in working with Shanita, the number one thing she said is our goal is to do it for the kids. We have no other purpose at school than to be there for the kids. You show up, you put in your time, you support them, you love on them, you encourage them, you challenge them, and that's your job. All the other BS is BS, and your job is to be there for the kids, and that has really stuck with me my whole career. My job is to be there for the kids. I know we don't do this for the pay. I know that we get paid pennies, and that's conversation for a different day. But our, the number one lesson I learned from Shanita was we do it for the kids. And these three women um, have greatly impacted my teaching career and who I am and how I teach and how I relate to the kids. So we're all very different in our teaching style. I am very calm and mild-mannered until I'm not. So until you cross that line, I am so chill and easygoing. And I also have a soft spot in my heart for those bad kids. You know, like the really bad ones who always get on your nerves. 
But there's something so endearing about them. And one of my colleagues once told me that like those are the kids that need the love the most. And so my heart just goes out to them and they're learning. They're in seventh and eighth grade. They're trying to figure out who they are. So I have like a soft spot for the bad kids. I don't know why, but it's true. All of my teacher friends will tell you I love the bad kids or what other people would think are bad kids. To me, I just love to love on them and challenge them and push them. Um, And Deanna would describe herself as um, old school. She's everybody's mom. She doesn't take any crap in classroom. She challenges her kids. She pushes them. Deep down, she loves them. Um, She's very guarded. She is very teacher Deanna. But the kids love her because she is silly and goofy and brings in those fun elements into class. And... Shanita and Shannon, all the kids knew, do not, you do not want to mess with, with Miss Seals and Miss G because once you got to Miss Seals and Miss G, all bets were off. Shanita is very straightforward with everybody. Us, the kids, it is what it is. You messed up, she's going to tell you. So she's very straightforward. She doesn't take any crap from the kids. She loves them so fiercely and supports them so fiercely but she doesn't take any crap like nothing is getting past Shanita and Shannon oh I don't even know how to describe Shannon's teaching style but the kids loved her she is very tough Shannon is very tough right out the gate she has super high expectations of the kids there was Shannon there was Miss Guillory and then there was Miss G Nobody wanted to meet Miss G. Miss G was the one breaking up fights in the hallways, pulling girls off the bulletin boards, breaking up fights for a couple years. Then we stopped. We all stopped breaking up fights. That's something we don't do anymore. But everybody knew that Miss G was the hardest on you. And the four of us had this dynamic where if, One of us wasn't connecting with the kids. Someone else was, and they could get through to him. And we started our group chat when we all worked together, and we have it to this day. We constantly chat with each other about what's going on, um, who's doing what. But back in the day when we all – back in the day, a few years ago when we all talked together, we would use this group chat to keep kids in line. So if Dewanye was cutting up in my class, I would text the group chat and be like, Dewanye's on a roll today – And she would get hit up in all the other classes. And so that helped us with management in our class. Or there was one day I was just having a day. We all have those. You all know what those days are. And Shanita came in and just let my class know, like, you are not going to do this. This is not how we do this. You don't do this to me. You're not doing this to Miss Smith. And these three women became my core, my backbone. Um, We call ourselves the dream team. And we just kicked butt at what we did. We had monthly meetings at the Boiling Crab. And when I say meetings, I mean we got our food and we just talked about everything. Everything under the sun. Work, life, family. All the things you needed to talk about. But the most important thing about a teacher bestie, ladies and gentlemen, the most important thing is you need people who love you fiercely, support you, encourage you, but they will call you on your bullshit You cannot have people who will just let you go and do whatever you want. These three women would tell me when I was wrong. We tell each other when they were wrong. Doesn't mean we don't love you, but it means you need to check yourself. 
And we had no problem with that because it comes from a place of love. So ultimately, I think you need to find a teacher bestie who has the same teaching philosophy of you, who looks at you the same, who you agree with philosophically about children and who you teach and why you teach and how you teach and and that. And then you need to have someone who loves you fiercely, encourages you, supports you, and will call you on your bullshit. Because if you don't, that is not someone who wants you to do better. That is someone who is okay with your complacency. And we do not have time for that. There is no time for complacency when we are educating the youth of America. So don't put too much pressure on yourself about finding your teacher bestie. It'll happen. It took me probably a year and a half to really feel like this group of women was my core. And they were my rock. And they were my solid place. But this dream team, this group of women... I cannot tell you what a blessing they have been in my life. So shout out to you, uh, Deanna, Shannon, and Shanita. You know who you are. Um, And I think I wanted to talk about teacher besties this week because teaching can be emotionally and mentally draining. Hey, over here. And it's just been rough not being able to be up and about and checking the kids on what they need to be checked on and, you know, You just need those people who are going to step up and be there for you in your life. So that is all I have for you this week. I did want to leave you with a quote um, that I found. Maybe not. Maybe it wants to hide from me and not be present when I need it. Oh, here it is. Okay, perfect. So the quote that I have for you, and as a teacher, I think it's really important to remember this, is you'll have good days bad days, overwhelming days, too tired days, I'm awesome days, I can't go on days, and every day every day you still show up. And that's from the Mutu system, their website. But I want to read that again. You'll have good days, bad days, overwhelming days, too tired days, I'm awesome days, I can't go on days, and every day you'll show up. As teachers, I know sometimes it's hard to get our butts to the classroom with all the enthusiasm in the world, but that's our job. That's what we got to do. As you walk out those school doors every day, I want to encourage you to leave whatever happened that day at the door and do not pick it back up on your way inside. Every day is a new day. Every period is a new period. Every minute is a new minute a new chance to change the kids who are sitting in front of you. So teachers, I just want to encourage you to leave each day at the door as you walk out the classroom and show up the next day. It's going to be a brand new day, ladies and gentlemen. So that is all I have for you for real, for real. Um, If you guys are enjoying the podcast, feel free to leave me a review on whatever listening platform you are using. We are on Apple Podcasts. Google Play, Spotify, and Radio Public. All of our resources and materials are available on classroomconfessions.net. You can find me on Instagram at Classroom Confessions Podcast and on Facebook at Classroom Confessions Podcast as well. Um, if you are on Twitter, my Twitter handle is Class Confess Pod. And that's it. So, as a reminder, find yourself a teacher bestie who will love you, who will support you, who will encourage you, and who will call you on your bullshit. As your reminder this week, you are alive, you are kind, you are patient, you are wonderful, you are fearless, 
you are important, you can teach anything, you can be anything, and you can change the world. You're doing the damn thing. You've made it another week. Bye, y'all.